Welcome, everybody, once again to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast. Bite my tongue for no one. I'm Kevin Shio coming to you, as always, with my good friend, Richard Vasquez. And we are getting good at this, bro. Well, we're definitely fancy right now. Oh, I'm um, fancy, huh? The only thing is, so this is my new dilemma. Okay. I don't order for my phone. Yeah. So I'm going to actually just hit sound because I want to make sure that people can hear us. It's going to be a weird feedback thing. I think they can hear us. I mean, it's working, so that's good. I think they can hear us. Um, yeah. Hey, man. I This is feeling like we're some professional-ass shit here. Yeah. I guess it only took three years or how long we've been doing this? Oh, yeah, years. I, I would go with I would go with that. Didn't we do this last time? I thought we put it right here. Just so we could see that there's any comments? Yeah, but... For the I, most I like part. the fact that my son's face is all smashed because my stomach's all big. It looked kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Cheers, my man. Um, it's a little hard to reach tips. Yeah. There you go. But we'll figure out a way to to stretch out. Um, I know Raquel just joined. Raquel, can you let us know if we sound okay? We're using some new cables. Well, let's start off with what are these called boom mics. I just call them boom mics. Yeah. I I think technically the boom mics are those Mic arms, maybe? Mic arms might be better. You know, the guy that follows the uh, video guy around with the microphone on the stick kind of hangs out. Yeah, like the guy in the office? I believe that's the boom mic. Um, But I'm going with boom mics. So we finally, well, I shouldn't say we, you invested in this. I'm sure um, it costs you a pretty penny, so let me know what I owe you. Um, We'll call it even with the blowjob. That's cool. Uh, so we got some new cables because, you know, as you know, the dozen of you that listen uh, know that we've been recording at the collab. Right. Uh, now we're recording at the Artisan, which is a building next to the collab. Uh, this is where Rose's tax office is, Americana Tax. If anybody uh, needs planning. tax services. Yes. Well, especially if you need it now, you probably owe money. Cause yeah, you're you, late. You haven't. Yeah, you haven't paid, uh, or you haven't. Filed your taxes. You're late. Um, Raquel, again, if you're still there, let us know if we sound okay. Not our voices or yeah, our, voice our content. sound terrible. Just if you can hear us okay. Mm. But, um, yeah, we, needed, we, we have a new setup, so we needed some new equipment. And quote-unquote equipment is more just like, I guess, accessories. Uh, you're supposed to bring, uh, right now we're still using the old tripod or not. Uh, is that considered a tripod? There's not three legs. Yeah. No, it would be like a phone stand. Kind of low, she said. Kind of low. Okay. I guess let me try this and see if this helps out. At yeah, all. let's see if that works. We sound louder at least. Yeah. Um, so we're to using the old the old stand that we re, we uh, from the with the phone that we're recording on. Right. So you can bring a tripod. Uh, is it the sex tripod or is it? No, the old no, 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 sex no. Tripod? This this would be the. Um, well, I guess I could. I could bring the sex one. Well, no. I mean, I don't want to interfere with your... Uh... 
So I've got my life. I've got my grandfather's old old tripod. That, that one might be a one? sex one. Yeah, the big heavy ass yeah, one. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that one's like probably forty years old. Um, and then I have my dad actually gave me one, which is also metal and silver, not as heavy though. Um, and then I've got a cheap plastic one. We used to have a cheap plastic one here actually. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Remember, it had like duct tape on it. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know what happened to it, but it's fine. We can get another one. It's not going to break the bank for our <laughs> multi-dollar budget. Yeah. We're basically funding this with our own money. Not basically. Well, I mean, I wanted to make it seem like we're making a little bit of money. No. <laughs> I'm making... not. Am I? Oh, I've been embezzling this whole time. Oh, shit. My value has been depreciating uh, year over year. I don't know if that sounds better, Raquel. Let us know. Um, we need some feedback from who can hear us and who can't on the Instagram Live aspect. Um, but I do think that the recording will sound okay. Yeah, I think, I think the recording's fine. But I don't know, man. It's it's coming along. It's coming along okay. Yeah, I think it looks good. Um you know, de- devil's in the details. I know you were upset about the spacing of the sprites. I really didn't get off my ass. I just faced them. I'm not upset. You are upset. No, you... It ruins... I just wanted to burst your bubble a little bit. It ruins the feng shui. Okay. Better. Is that a word? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a Chinese word. Did I use it correctly? Communist. Did I use it in the correct... In uh, the correct term? Yeah. As a adjective. You know, I was always terrible at that stuff. Oh, she said it's better. Thank you. I'm so trying you could, to get you could probably put it up one more notch, and everyone will be happy. Well, let's see. One more, just one more notch. Should we say eighty? Oh, eighty. That's loud. Yeah, that's loud. I don't know. I think part of it may be, honestly, that because we've gotten so much longer, we need to push harder. Dude, what radio station was I listening to? They're promoting bigger dicks. Like, like there's surgery out there where you can get a bigger dick and it's permanent. Where do they get the dicks? I don't. I'm assuming. I think it's dead people. I'm pretty sure they take it from your own body. No. Where would they get it from? Dude, tell me. <laughs> tell me how many people you think, how many men are going to get this? Oh, if, if it's like reasonable price, if it's reasonable price, tons. And what's reasonable? Twenty thousand, forty thousand. Okay, I'm gonna give. Okay, I'm gonna start with this. At what point do you say no? You're not willing to do it, assuming you have a small dick. I'm assuming. Assuming. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that your dick is enough. <laughs> right now. Right now. Oh yeah, it's enough. Like you don't need the that's surgery, the best, that's but the best let's way just say to you did. It. Let's just say it's you did. Adequate. Adequate. That's a, yeah. That's a good word. Um, you would, would you pay five thousand dollars for another inch? Oh yeah. Would you pay ten thousand dollars? Yes. Would you pay fifteen thousand? This is where it gets a little bit tough. It's hard for me. I'd pay fifteen grand. I think I probably would. Yeah. All right. Seventeen five. If I'm doing fifteen, I'm doing seventeen five. Okay, twenty. Yes. So you pay twenty thousand dollars for one extra inch in length. Oh, I forgot it was only an inch. It's only one inch. I don't know. I don't know what, how much how much I can give you, but 
Yeah. I'm just, for argument's sake, I'm going to say one inch. Okay, then I, I'd stop at 17.5, and that would be pushing I would, it. I would probably pay 20 grand. If I had a little dick. 20 grand for an inch. And, I mean, uh, dude. I mean, I'm not discounting the desire for it, but 20 grand. And that's, it's a medical bill. They could probably put it, like, on credit. They could probably oh, I make, guarantee make, you. Make payments. I guarantee you. I'm sure someone will find a way that, where People they can. People are financing that shit. Where they can t- say it's affecting their their lifestyle and they need. Medicare. Medicare yeah, is going to cover it. They charge it to uh, some sort of PPO plan. It's possible. If you can't urinate properly. Yep. I got a narrow urethra. Because your dick's too small. Yeah. I, what's the date today? 17th. Is it? 18th. 18th. Okay. Why? I'm just taking notes. Yeah, May 18th. I'm a, I'm a week off. That's why. Twenty inch, or twenty grand for an inch. I, and, and maybe they. I don't know what what. I will I, say. I, every, I, I, I'm interested in what the consultation's like, and they're like, "All right, we can do this, and we can give you three extra inches." Like for twenty grand. Oh, if I only want an inch and a half, I guess you're also saying small dick. I, I'm assuming, but let's just say you have a mediocre dick like ours. You know, I between the five and six inch range. Um, like, how big do you really want to go? Where I'm at right now, I don't know that I would spend more than more than 5K for an inch. You just said 17.5, like fucking... Where I'm at right now. In life? In my... <laughs> in your financial... Uh, no, and my dick length oh. is where where my penis length is right now. I wouldn't spend more than five grand for another inch. I would pay close to twenty grand for another inch right now. Why not? For me, I get complaints now. Not that I'm huge. You get complaints now. Okay, let's hear, no. let's hear this. What, depending you're, you're, on you're poking her brain or what? Depending on the activity that's going on. Okay. I can't get her on board for another inch and be like, hey. Maybe she has a shallow vagina. Is that back door open? Uh, that's a hard no. <laughs> or a soft no, depending on how you look at it. I can't convince her. Like, I can come up with the five grand. That's easy. But then to be like, hey, I'm adding an inch. And she's going to say, like, okay, well, the back door's closed now. What if she, I mean, why would it be? You don't have to put it all the way in. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Then it's just wasted space. <laughs> why did? Why would I have gotten the extra inch then? For her vagina. It's for her looks, probably the same reason why women get breast implants. It's just for look. It's so they look. So you look better in an outfit. Oh, so when you're yes. wearing khakis, yes. you have that little dick crease. You know what I mean? That male camel toe. The side bulge. Yeah, the side that's bulge. why you get that extra inch. Right now, where I'm at, and and please don't take this as I am trying to impress anybody. I just well I, look at. I would say this. You are the white person of driving. You're probably the white person of dick size for Asian people. Oh, oh, 100%. And it's not pixelated. Yeah. My dick's like a normal shape. It doesn't have like little squares that blur it out. Like That's really weird, yeah. I don't know why. And why, and why do all Asian women have big-ass bushes? Well, here's the thing. Have you ever noticed 
Asian women have slanted eyes and, a and straight pubes. Hmm. Other people around the world have round eyes and curly pubes. Do they perm them? I don't think so. And I think it's too close to your actual parts to, like, flat iron. I do know that in Japan there's decency laws, which is why they pixelate penetrating stuff. Your pussy and your dick are... They're like the Mormons of uh, law. Which is weird because they go into such kinky shit that that's the line. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel whoa. like there's a lot of blood that goes into Asian porn. Blood? Yes. Very, like, bondage shit. Oh, look. There's one thing Asian guys are good at. It's ropes. Jesus. And, yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, among consenting adults. Yes. We're going to put that caveat out there. Hopefully, at least. Um, so, women pay right now, and I, I don't know what breast implants cost. I'm assuming. Oh, you can get it for like ten. seven grand. Okay. They don't, they're not great. But, but yeah, you could get seven grand. But that's now. Mm. They've been doing it for years. When they first came out, I mean, I'm assuming. 20, 25,000? There used to be a sign on the way to one of the branches that I worked at. And it had an Asian girl with big tits. And I want to say that they were charging like $2,500 or $3,500 for titties. With like uh, good insurance? I don't know. I mean, it's Asian people. They pay cash. It's Vietnamese people specifically. At least in the community. I love how you separate the two. Well... Yeah. <laughs> Vietnamese people are notorious for paying cash for everything. Japanese people tend to use credit. I don't know. They're smarter with their money, I guess. U- <laughs> utilizing credit card to get the points. Vietnamese people are just scared, so they use cash. That's a very general brush statement. Brother, if you knew how much cash... Okay, let me put it this way. If you want a bank, bank, branch in Little Saigon, you have to have safe deposit boxes. And there are, I'm going to guess, out of the 500 safe deposit boxes we had at this specific location, I would say there was probably $12 million. In just cash? Cash, gold, gold teeth. Um, silver, anything that's like a commodity that can be utilized. But yeah, they're, and these people would come in, they would have just say a $1,500 paycheck. You look at their bank account, they've got like 28 bucks in there. They cash the check and then they go, oh, I need to go to my safe deposit box. Like, okay, yeah, well, I know. And they come out and we don't want to like, legally we don't know what's in any of them. But we know what's in them. Like, a lot of them don't even want to go to the little room. They just, like, open it, throw the cash in there. You know, they'll wad it up, wrap it, and they'll throw it in there. And then, okay, I'm done. Like, all right. So they don't even want to accumulate any interest on that. They just want it to be safe. Yes. And accessible. Yes. So that's why Vietnamese people would pay cash for titties. I love how this whole conversation went Financial? So financial, Sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, it's just... It's what I do, so it tends... I know, it gets boring. Like, 
my fiance always asks me, like, what is it that you actually do? Like, we've been together 10 years. You still can't. You're the like, Chandler of the group. I really am. And I, I only know what that means because Raquel watches fucking. I'm a transponster. The friends. The friends. She'll, she'll understand. Yeah. Transponster. He's a transponster. And then, um, I forgot who it was says I'm a trans. And then they're like, that's not even a word. <laughs> yeah. So I do math. I do math a lot. I do banking a lot. I'm very interested on what it's going to cost to get your dig bigger. I think you're right around the 20. I guess it would also depend on length. I, yeah, for How sure. How much, right? You're not going to see a huge increase. Yeah, you are. <laughs> that was good. Um, I don't think the jump is going to be incremental. Meaning, like, let's say it is 15 grand for an inch. It won't be 30 for two. It'll probably be 15 grand for an inch. And then five for every inch after that. Something like that. Yeah, because a lot (laughs) of it. But you max out at one and a half inches, sir. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But just because most of the cost of those types of surgeries are probably anesthesia, right? you got to have somebody that's going to put you under follow-up medication, that sort of thing. So it's a great time for small-dicked men. And I wonder if it's only length. Like, is it girth, too? Uh, what can they do for the needle dicks? Yeah. I mean, because needle dicks matter. My name's not Needle Dick. Needle Dick. I needle saw that dick. the other day. Is it the water boy? Water yes. boy, yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, what tw- that's what 20 grand will buy you, ladies. Yeah. What? <laughs> like... I wonder what the options are. And again, I I heard this on the radio, and I was, I just I I, I don't know. I get I was listening, but I just couldn't wrap my head around that, that this was like an actual thing. I bet you can't do girth. What do they put like a plate in it? I bet you can't do girth, or like a clay, because that is surgery that would run long ways down your dick. Whereas length, you would cut it like a pipe and put a slip fitting on. That's it. Does that make sense? It's called the repair coupling. Oh, is that what it's called? <laughs> I mean, there are those, yeah. I guess, what, PVC, it's a slip coupling, right? Yeah. Slip, slip, or slip threaded. Yeah. Yep, with a little glue. A little glue. We'll prime it a little bit. I Essentially, I believe that that's what the surgery is basically like. You can't take flesh, a PVC pipe, and make it from one inch diameter to two inch diameter. But you can take a PVC pipe and you can make it six inch like nipple. You can make that a eight inch nipple. I wonder if your dick like. Like when it's small, if that extra inch is automatically added to when it's small. Oh, so it's never really that small. It's always one inch Mine plus. Mine is always that small, but... <laughs> it's always at least an inch plus. Yeah. 
right? If you ask for an inch. If you ask for two inches, it's always two inches plus. I would want a different color. Different color, Dick? Right. Is there yellow? So that it looks like a Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> Have you noticed your dick's always darker than yes. the other parts of your body? Yeah. Does it, I know there's a reason for that. I, I, I've never Googled it, but I'm sure there's like... Does your dick... So we're going to get real, real personal. Does your dick, when it gets hard, inflate evenly? Or does sometimes... The tips start like a balloon, like one of those animal balloons where it just fills up, like starting at the tip or starting at the base. No, mine starts at the base. At the base. The head, the head gets hard last. The head gets hard last. Why? What the, is yours? There's, <laughs> is yours like a balloon? Is <laughs> There's times, I will say, when, like, it's not a uniform thing. It's not always one way, right? There's times where I it's was, just like... I, I agree with that. Like, oh, shit, it's just getting hard evenly from tip to base. For the most part, I would say for guys, that's what it is. Like, it it inflates at a even proportion across the length of the shaft. But, but the other day... I was getting hard. I looked down. Wait, hold on, hold on. Were you by yourself or were you with somebody else? I was by myself. So I was doing the prep work. Gotcha. And my the head wasn't all the way hard, right? Because when it does that, it's filling up, but it's filling up primarily in one area. Mine was filling up tip and base. And I looked down, I was like, oh, you guys are going to have to meet at some point. Let's go. Were you impressed? I was kind of. But I was also like, this would have been like if I put a rubber band on my dick when I got hard. But it was just, it was interesting. And I thought, I wonder what Richard's dick does. I'm sure that's exactly what she thought. And the, the <laughs> fucked up thing is, I kind of believe you. No, I mean, I, I actually just thought of it right now. Um but it's just like, oh, hmm, like, why aren't you? Because most of the time you, it fills up, and it fills up at a pretty balanced ratio. But every once in a while, it's like the middle section didn't get the memo of the wave. And so it just, it's a little late to the party, I guess. How often do you think the head gets hard before the, uh, the shaft? Uh, well, the brain gets hard. And your head don't stop. So much to do, so much to see. I don't know the rest of it. Um, Is that the Smash Mouth song? Yeah, from Shrek. <laughs> I mean, it's the All Star. All yes. I, I mean, yeah. I, guess I don't know why I thought. Shrek. Yeah. Um, what was your question? How often does the head get bigger than the shaft? At a different ratio. I don't. Maybe a quarter of the time. Okay. And here's the odd thing. I never really paid attention. But now I'm going to. Yes. Exactly, right? <laughs> this is going to be an analytical issue. Babe, 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 babe. Today, my head got hard first. Twice. <laughs> I, this is going to be one of those things where I'm going to need 
a month or two of research. And I'm going to have to come back. I, I, I hope you guys know that he really is going to do this, and he's going to put a spreadsheet together, and he's going to have like – He's got to have a table. He's going to have dates, and it's going to be like either the head got hard first, they both got hard at the, uh, equal at the same time, or the shaft got hard. I'm going to put T to B, B to T, right? Tip to base, base to tip. Both? Yeah. Tip, base, combo. All of the above? I've never had middle go that I can... Hmm. Percentage-wise, how much bigger is your dick when it's hard versus when it's small? <laughs> Percentage? 90? Yeah. Probably <laughs> this. I think I told you a long time ago, I'm like, when it's small, it's small. <laughs> when it gets big, it's just a little bigger. <laughs> <laughs> You set me up. I thought that was going to go a different way. That, yeah. was, that was funny. I, um, I'm i definitely more of a, sh- a grower, not a shower. I am definitely a grower, but I'll show you before it grows. Like, I'll show you the empty field of dirt and be like, one day this is going to be a cornfield. If you build it, it will come. But if you suck on it, it will come. It will come. Um, but... Quite honestly, yeah, I, I'm definitely, and lately, I have, who's listening? Okay. I have been rock hard. Recently, huh? I don't, don't know if it's the rowing machine that I've really started getting into doing. <laughs> I don't know, because I have a rowing machine in my garage for anybody who's... Never been there. Um, I don't know if it's cardio, which I hate. I don't know if it's like stress or lack of stress. So I was talking to Anthony. So first off, happy belated birthday. We, I was going to get to that. Okay. One, but thank you. So uh, on Friday night, we went to the world famous cowboy country in the great city of Long Beach, North Long Beach. Yes. This was going to be a long, deep conversation. Yes, I I can't get that deep. Um, But because I I was going to say thank you to you for that, because I was seriously like 50-50 on going or not. Why? Why would you go? Hold on. Uh, Before we get to that, because we we do this all the time. Yes. And I want to finish what I was about to get to. Okay. So Anthony Mendez, shout out to Ants. He was there, and he was like, dude, you look good. You know, I know you can't really tell in this video because I'm still fat. Well, the camera adds 20 pounds. Yeah, I'm still fat, but I've lost over 20 pounds, right? And I was telling him the same thing. Like, you know, I've been working out. Like, my sex drive has been a little better. I mean, I don't know if Raquel's listening. I'm sorry. You know, but it's it's improved in a lot of aspects. You know what I mean? Yes. And he was like, your libido, like, it's just, it's. When you work out and you do these kinds of things, your testosterone goes up. Yes. Um, so therefore, a lot of it probably has to do with the reason why you're rock solid is because of that in well, itself. What's odd, though, is I have been, I know y'all can't really tell, self-deprecating. I know 
I have been working out for a but while. But you said you lost weight. Yes. So the working out has probably been different. You probably didn't eat better. You know better. what it is, too? You know what it is, too, I think? Please talk into the mic. The other thing that I've been doing is going to the park with RJ and running through the ladder drills. So you're doing more. Running, you're yes. working out more than you normally would. I'm exercising more. I'm not working out more. What's and I know difference? it's a – well, so for me, I consider working out like lifting weights, toning oh, I don't stuff. think that's accurate, but okay. Exercising, I consider cardio, get heart up. I would weight. say working out and exercising are the exact same thing. Lifting and cardio are two different things, but you can still do cardio while lifting. Yeah, you can. <clears throat> if you don't take that break, oh, my God, you start sweating like a pig, which is a funny statement because actually pigs don't sweat. But they fuck a lot. They they don't fuck. No, they have the, like a long-ass orgasm. This, yes. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking about lions. Lions fuck a lot. Lions fuck a lot. So I'm sure that's what it is. I yeah. mean, Increased he, blood flow. You said you lost weight. Like, you don't lose yes. weight. Like, if you haven't changed anything else, whether it's diet or you're working, or obviously in this case it's working out, but like, if everything remained the same, you would have been the same person. Yeah. But you've added something to your daily regimen, which is therefore made your dick harder. Doesn't it make you want to work out more? Because that's honestly something that's been going through my head. No. Number one, I want to live longer for my son. But number yes. two, I mean, I'm not hating the... No, it doesn't make me want to work out because... You ever got a, a erection and it's like so hard that... It, like, hurts. Not painful as in, like, ah, like, screaming in pain. I took half a Viagra once and that that happened. It's like, I need to do something with this. Yeah. Like, I either need to to help me or I'm going to go to the restroom and do what I got to do. And so, for some reason, recently, I've kind of become, I know why, actually. I've gotten very good at taking a nap on like a Saturday or a Sunday. I mean, I'm amazing at that too. I don't know. But Is that something you should brag about? Can you sleep for one hour without an alarm? No, I can't sleep ever without an alarm. It's so fucking weird, bro. I lay down. I close my eyes. I'm lying. I can, I can sleep without an alarm. I fall asleep. 50 to 55 minutes later, I'm up. Do you tell yourself in your head, like, I need to wake up in an hour? Yes. Okay. The problem is, is that every night when I go to bed, I wake up one hour after I fall with asleep. A, with a fucking big ass. <laughs> Stiffy. Keeps, I can't get out of bed. The one-eyed monsters. I can't roll over. Yeah. It's like a, a kickstand. It, it, it really is. So. Maybe you don't need that extra 20 grand then. <laughs> no, I could. I, I do need You should that. save it. No. Well, yes. I can't spend it. She won't let me. Like, if I propose that option to her. I'm gonna, he already proposed. I'm going to get a, a soft no. But you're going to give her a hard yes. I'm going to try. So, I don't know. I, it, it does make me want to work out to live longer, to be healthier. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I need a healthy balance of... 
Because you know, and guys out there, when you're hard and you're like, I'm on this one, like this one's a good one, you know, you're like. It makes you feel good, too. It really does. Because you look down, you're like, yeah, that's fucking big right now. Even for, when you feel it inside of her, you, you feel like, oh, I've never felt that before. And ladies, if you're not aware of how a dick works, it's not, there's a there's 100% erect wiener. Most of the time, nearly all the time, guys are running about 90 to 95% See, I was thinking 80. In my head, I was thinking 85. So I don't think we're that far Okay. No. We're right there. We're, we're. I'm almost there. Centimeters apart. Yeah. 85 maybe. Yeah. I guess it would depend on how you look at it. Do you look at it as a school grading scale? Or do you look at it as like mid-chub is 50%? And zero is soft. So I'll, I was watching this. Uh, Do you ever watch Adam, uh, the No Jumper Ruins podcast? Everything? No, no. Okay. Uh, he interviews a lot of porn stars. Oh. Um, but I, I watch because he, he brings on a lot of rappers. But he does like he brings on porn stars every now and then, right? And there was like this clip that I had watched, and they were talking about male performers and how these motherfuckers basically run at a hundred percent. On a regular basis, like, like it, that's the reason why they're who they are. You know what Chemically I mean? Chemically induced, or like oh, that's just know. what they do. I I think it's just what they do, and that's like what makes them, you know, the Kobe of the group. You know what I mean? The the Michael Jordans of the group, but the all stars, the average folk like you and I. You're right, ninety percent like. Not very, so, I, you know, they're, they're, the, the moments are far few in between where you're like, oh. Well, uh, not uh, recently. Don't act like you're not impressed. Not recently. And also, ladies, uh, one thing to, to think about is I know we put a lot on you. I'm, I'm very hard on the women. I'd like to say I'm fair. A lot of it has to do with prep work, too. Like when you get a lot of attention on your wiener, it tends to it helps rise to the occasion. Can you bring the bottle up closer to the front? Thank you. Can you pass me a Sprite? We're going to have to... I think we need a smaller table or something. Because... Um, look at it. It's a little difficult to... We're, well, I put a bunch of them next to you. I get it, but I didn't... Oh, you took one. Oh, I just took... That's very uncomfortable. Well, what do you want me to do? I don't, I don't know. know. We're going to have to restructure it later, I guess. I don't know. So here's here's what I was getting to, ladies. Your man is very rarely at that 100%. I would say when you have a good sex night, he's probably at 90. Let's say 85, 90. When he's soft, when I'm soft, I'm still running about 10%. There are those times where you get out of a cold pool, you go to change, shit's cold. That's when you're at zero. I basically have a glorified belly button at, all, <laughs> at most fucking most days. There are times where I'm like, fuck, I don't mind showing you my dick, but like right now I'm not going to. It happened a lot when I would go like surfing down in the ocean because it's cold. And you get out and I'm just like, <laughs> I hope. No one is punished by seeing my wiener at this point. 
Most of the time, I don't care. Like, most dicks are soft. Most of the time. Then you start to get harder all the way up to the 85% you were saying. But that, when you hit that 99 or that 100, oh yeah. You can feel it. It like pulls skin from like your belly and your thighs. Like your head gets pushed down. Yeah, oh, 100%. And so does hers. It only gets to 100% if her head's pushed down. I mean, it. Yeah, those are glorious times. I don't mind looking at myself in the mirror at that point and going, oh, yes, Kevin. Yes. I like to like kind of just like push on it just a little bit and just see it go. Like put, like, it's so strong that it pushes your finger back up. So most of the time when I'm running 85 or 90, I can make it dance, can slap her in the face with it. You know, you kind of let it just, bam, get her. When I'm at 100%, it, I can't move it. There's no wiggle room. You guys are pitching a tent. Oh, my god. The gosh. flag pulls up. Yes. The tripod, the third leg is available. Can't roll out of bed. It hurt, like, you're going to break it. It's like Pinocchio, but he has the same problem, but, like, with his nose. With his nose. I worry about it breaking off at the base, like a like a palm tree in a strong wind. People have broken their dicks before, right? Yes. But it's more internal breakage. Um, <laughs> there's a commercial going on right now for bent dicks. Um... There's a new medication or procedure or something, oddly enough. Thank you, Big Pharma. I'm sure you're saving people's lives here. If your dick is bent, um, I, I want to say it's like a calcium something build up because you like popped it and it grows funky after that. And when you watch like, enough porn... Like, like cauliflower... Yes. Yeah. And when you watch enough porn, just like women, pussies, tits. They're different dicks. Dicks come in all shapes and sizes. Some of them point up. Some of them point down. Some of them point up and down, left, right, from like the middle, from the tip, from the base. Like some of them have some weird curves to them. I guess it takes all kinds. All different types of heads, too? Oh. Some pee holes are, like, really big, and some are Hank Hill. Narrow urethras. <laughs> Hank Hill. Hank Hill had a narrow urethra. King of the Hill? I don't remember that at all. I, I, You know what's funny? Totally off subject, but we barbecued a day at work, and... We used we we bought a charcoal oh. barbecue grill. You tasted the heat, not the meat. Well, I just remember him being like, <gasps> <"Bull!"> yeah. <laughs> yeah, "That's all I kept thinking about every time I was cooking." I was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" I fucking love Hank. Oh my god, I've watched every episode. Like I, you know, we binge watched it maybe a year or two ago, and I forgot how fucking hilarious he is. Like he's just so. He's very much like a my spirit animal. In Him that. and the guy from the uh, recreation. Oh, or, Parks and Rec. Yeah, and Rec. definitely. 
Um, but like Hank Hill, he gets pulled over one time. <laughs> he was like, uh, that uh, license says 195 or it says 185, but I'm probably back up to 195. I was going to go down to the DMV and change it, but I was hoping to get back to my playing weight. Like all serious about like, hey, my ID's 10 pounds off. What does your ID say? I think it says 185. I don't know. I think mine says like 220. Are you gonna? Bo- both are lies. Both are lies. I don't know. I don't know how much you weigh, but what does mine say? Mine says 190. You're below that or above slightly. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say below because if I ate a good meal, I'd probably be over 190. Take a good shit. You'd be right back under. under. Yeah. How much have you lost taking a shit? The most? Like, like when you were wrestling and getting to playing oh, weight like or making weight. like a pound and a half. I mean, I, I I don't know how often I weighed myself prior and before, you know, like, when I was getting closer to weight, I would weigh myself like every couple hours. Yeah, like I would yeah. weigh myself a lot. But Would you make a special trip to like the wrestling room to get on the scale at school and stuff or uh, just yeah. in the morning and then I would well so we would have morning practices so you would weigh yourself after the practice and then that would gauge yourself like what you can eat throughout the day like I specifically remember during winter formal um, we had a tournament that weekend right and I think the formal was on a Friday could be wrong it might have been a Saturday they oh I don't remember. I, 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 I thought they were on Saturdays. But I do remember having to wrestle the next day. Okay. And I remember I lost. Like, I wrestled at 140s, and I think there was, like, a like throughout the season, like, once you get to a certain point, like, they give you what's called a weight allowance. And I want to say it was, like, two-pound weight allowance. So let's just say 142. So I lost, like, five or six extra pounds. Like, so I, I that night that we that I, that I went to winter formal, I weighed, like, six pounds less than what I needed to weigh the next day uh-huh. because I knew that I was going to eat and do this oh, and that stuff. Oh, that formal. Like yeah, that. yeah. Um, I don't think I ever had any food at any of the formals or anything. But they had, like, those are, like, finger foods and shit. You yeah. Know? So I just, but we were going to go out to eat oh, after yeah, or whatever, you know? So Yeah. Um, but I, I guess to answer your question, yeah, I mean, you would weigh yourself as often as you could um, just to... Just kind of see like where you were. You you had to gauge. I mean, especially because if you were weighing in weekly, you know, two or three times a week for a tournament or a match, like you had to make weight. You know, as we ta- as we discussed last week, wrestlers typically don't miss weight. I wanted to ask this about making weight in wrestlers and stuff. So using me as an example, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say right One, now... 155, Kevin, yes. Let's say I weigh 190, what, what's on my ID. And you're saying I could get down to one. You get down to 170, for sure. Okay. Why the push to... I guess, I, let me rephrase this question. Given the toll it takes on a wrestler... Or fighter, box, whatever. But specifically with the wrestler. You're depriving yourself of nutrition. You're depriving yourself of water. Says who? 
You're not? A lot of people fast. I mean, when you say depriving, uh-huh. you're talking about, like, I'm assuming a long period of time. And how long? So, again, let's use me as an example. I'm 190, start training. I get to 170. Well, first off, you wouldn't start. Like, you would. Oh, it would just be training. You would be training. Okay, and so. You would, I told you already, you would probably cut 10 to 15 pounds. Just from Just training. Consistently working out five to six times a week, multiple hours a day. So 170, 175. Probably, yeah. Okay. From there. You would have to cut to 155. So how would I do that? Uh, well, you would lean your meals out. Okay. Um, first. And what do you mean by lean your meals out? Uh, you know, like you. No prob- carbs. No carbs. You would eat probably every three hours. Uh, a lot of salmon, a lot of, you know, a lot of fish, a lot of chicken. High protein. Um, yeah, a lot okay. of, uh, like broccoli, like certain, certain asparagus. Like if you ate tilapia and asparagus three or four times a day, you would fucking cut probably 10 pounds in a week. Like, honestly, like, but nobody wants to fucking do that. Right. Right. Um, but plus you're already working out like, right. But, but crazy. Ideally I'm, I'm going to stick around, let's say 170, 175, just because I'm consistently working out. It's the other, uh, what uh, I would say, I would say 10 pounds of it will be water weight and the other 10 pounds you would lean up. Okay, if so I, if I had to, I guess. So then, I'm at 170 working out all the time. Then I would say you would lose another 10 pounds just eating super eating super healthy, right? And working out the same way. And the last eight to 10 pounds would be water weight. Water weight. Did you find when you were leaning out that your energy was different? Did you have more? Yeah. So that, that last 10 pounds sucks. Okay. That last ten pounds sucks. Of water weight or the leaning? The water weight. The, ten, the leaning, I mean, you're basically living a healthy lifestyle at that right. point. Because we're not depriving you of food. Right. We're not pro- depriving you of water. Okay. It's And you're getting all of the nutrition. Yeah, you're getting you everything should, you need. Right? It's it's when you get to that fasting stage, which is probably in like a professional athlete's case, or, or like I would say like an a MMA fighter, it's typically like the last two weeks is when they're cutting the weight. And probably really the last week, week. if you're okay. if you're close enough, um, because again when I when I did my challenge, I was uh, which challenge the the challenge at the camp. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I want to say eight or nine pounds away from making my weight so that I can continue on, and I cut that in four or five days. Did you feel a lack of energy? No, because I mean I'm big. I'm not. I'm not. If I was more. Uh, like if I had like less body fat on me, I'm like a camel right now. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I you can my, cross the Sahara. With my body, me. my body's feeding off itself. But when you're at like two percent body fat, it's different. So you would the last like week, week and a half, you. I mean, if you're, you wouldn't start feeling it towards the last two or three days prior to the weigh-in. Prior to the weigh-in. But okay. at that point, you're not working out, or you are, but like it's really just to cut weight. It's not. Like these crazy intense workouts. It's treadmill, sweat, get as much water out of it. Yeah, treadmill, sweat, uh, sauna, steam room. You don't think that takes a toll on... 100% it does. On takes a toll on But see, the difference between wrestling and, and MMA is wrestling, you weigh in that day, you wrestle that day. Right. 
fighting, you wrestle, you you, you weigh in at seven o'clock in the morning. You don't fight till nine o'clock the next night. Next night, right? And that's why that answers your question. I, we talked off air um, about people that have missed weight, like wrestlers, and I said it's probably because they're pushing themselves because they only have to make the weight for ten minutes. Right. Where when you're a wrestler, if you're wrestling in a tournament, you got to make weight Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So you have to like manage your weight all three days. The reason I ask where I would be, you know, the the progressive stage of weight loss and weigh in, is if it's gonna have a toll on my energy, right? Mm-hmm. At least in MMA, you weigh in and you can rehydrate for 24 hours plus, right? Mm-hmm. You can go have a meal. You gain what 15 pounds? 20? Fuck, some of them gain, yeah. 15, right? 20 pounds, yeah. Wouldn't it be better for me to not shoot for the 155 weight class and stay more comfortable where I wouldn't have to dehydrate? Especially if I'm wrestling that day. Yes, I understand that I could... I weigh in, I make weight, I could go drink water, I drink a gallon, a gallon of water is eight pounds. That's what a gallon of water weighs. I could put eight pounds on, right? But I personally, and I'm not a doctor and I'm not a specialist in weight cutting, I would think that even though I I drink my water, I gain those, you know, all of that back, it has to have taken an energy toll on your body. Right. It does. Yeah. So wouldn't it be more beneficial or and maybe I'm just so close in the weight classes that it seems like, hey, why don't I eat the way I want to eat, work out, you know, get get to the one seventy, right? And then I don't necessarily have to worry about weight cutting, dehydrating. I can walk into a match exactly 100% me. Well, first off, you can do that. You know who does that on a regular basis? Heavyweights. Oh. oh, style bender. Uh, Israel Adesanya. And we're talking about fighting. We're not talking about wrestling. So these are two different things. Uh, well, actually, I, w- I was asking about wrestling. So wrestlers don't cut the same way. That fighters do because again, fighters only f- have to weigh in four times a year. I get it. I'm wrestlers, not... wrestlers don't push. Uh, they do. They do push themselves, but they're cutting. So like, fighting, unfortunately, they have minimal weight classes. Okay. So and they do need to make a 165 pound weight class. It, honestly, it makes no sense because the majority of fighters are between 145 and 170. Right. That's where the majority like of their UFC roster is. And the Pretty much the good ones, too. Like, the entertaining fights? I mean, I think they're all entertaining, but I get what you're saying. So, between I, it, so if they were to have a 135, 145, 155, 165, 175, 185, and then go up to 205 and then heavyweight, I think that would be a better uh, solution. And you would have more cross champs, I like perso- people fighting, oh, fighting each okay. other. Okay, that's an interesting viewpoint. I... That, uh, I I didn't think about that. I personally think every 15 pounds for weight. Even that's a lot. I mean, I get it, but I'm also coming from the point where I don't think they should. 
I think you should stick more closely to what your not your walking around weight, but your in shape weight is. Okay. So that's fine, and that's what that that's the discussion we were having about um, checking your water level or not water level, your hydration levels. Yes, um, and what and Sai that, had and, to go through. Yeah, right? so yeah. you're only allowed to cut so much. So that's that that's already set in stone right there. So right, so that that's basically what you're talking about. Yes, they should implement that, especially in MMA, because I mean these guys are getting hit in the head, and if you're dehydrating your body to the point where you're losing blood flow to the brain, it can cause a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, water, your brain is all, your body is mostly water. Yeah. For anybody who didn't know that. And your brain, your brain is mostly water. So dehydrating yourself dries your brain out. And concussions come from when your brain collides with your skull. And if your brain is dehydrated, it's slightly smaller, which gives more room for collision against your skull. Yeah. So with, with saying all that, you're more than welcome to fight at 170, but understand this. The guy you're fighting is not taking that route. So you're fighting someone. How tall are you? 5'10". Okay. You're fighting someone that's probably 6'1". Right. Naturally weighs 210, 220 pounds. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead. Do that. But if you want the playing field to be somewhat even right you're going to cut that extra 15 pounds so because everyone cuts that's why you cut yeah because you're trying to get event you're always trying to be the bigger man gotcha in the octagon so be and and i'm not trying to be critical right mm-hmm. because everyone does something that is unhealthy and slightly outdated it forces you to do something unhealthy and slightly outdated kind of yeah because if you if you didn't cut to 155 you would be quote unquote a small 170 right and that's fine you can do it but then you better excel at everything else right i guess what how much of an advantage or disadvantage would it be for somebody who's dehydrated? So you keep saying dehydrated. So you're rehydrated. You're re- yeah, you, ha- you have over 24 hours to rehydrate. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not talking MMA. I'm talking wrestling. Oh, like, okay. Right. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know how much they dehydrate themselves in wrestling. Again, they take a hydration test. Now, but they... You're, we're talking about back when I was in high school? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm asking... I was asking for you... How much energy did you lose cutting weight versus when you were just working out? See, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cut as much weight, and I think I talked about this. I probably cut it got down to one thirty. Oh, okay. If I try, but I, you know, I, I like to live the uh, weight. I, I right. Like wrestle with the weight that I was naturally at, so, not naturally, but close, close to, to right. So you're, you did what. I'm referring to. Yeah. Don't try and cut that much. Stay where... I kind of wish I would at least went to 135. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Why? Um, well, because I didn't... I I don't remember wrestling anybody that I was weaker than. I, I mean, very... I mean, 
a lot of people were taller than me. Like, I wrestled a lot of guys that were six feet, like, you know, real lanky, tall. Um, not that that wouldn't happen at 135, but um, I was already strong. And, and five pounds is not that. Like, honestly, dude, like, at that point, I can lose five pounds in a workout. Mm. I just base. So you're saying dehydrate. Honestly, I, I could have lost that five pounds at the Friday workout, just not ate that night, went to sleep, and weighed in and probably made 135. But you would have also had to do that on Saturday too. If yeah, you all you have to yeah you have to port, proportion your day. Okay. And you have because you're still um, being active. You're right. I mean, right. Have you ever seen The Office? Yeah. Right. The show. Yeah, the show. The oh, Office. Yeah. So there's an episode where Robert California. Dwight, oh, Dwight, yeah, yeah. Dwight goes to his apartment, yes. and he's like, "Why would I work out yeah. every day for an hour when or I, I could do this for ten minutes?" Ten minutes. Yes. So, if you're that good or you're that bad, depending on on your skills, that one wrestling match you could be burning mm. everything. Okay, because you're still you're competing at that point. Yeah, it's it's your daily workout. Yeah, type. Okay. Back, and and I I know I can be an ass. I'm not trying to catch you in something. I'm legitimately asking. Did you feel like you had more comfortable not pushing yourself to cut to go down to do like? Okay, so pushing would have been going to 130s. Yes, I don't think 135 would have been pushing. I, I think I it's should. It's also have... a five because it's so low. That's it's only five pound difference, right? When you get at what point though is only five pounds is too much though. True, but also at the heavier weight classes, it's not five pound. Yeah, they're bigger. They're bigger. Yeah. So I I I don't know what it is now, but so when you're pushing yourself, okay. So for me, working out at the gym, I'm if if I really pushed myself, I'm at the gym. I'm working out with wrestlers every day. I'm at 170. I have to push myself to get to 155. What toll would that take on my energy level, my strength? If you're my, a wrestler? Yeah. Um, probably not as much as you think. Really? I, I, I mean, because I know cause when 15 I, pounds is not that much. Dude. There, there are people that cut, that are working out like consistently, that are cutting 20 to 30 pounds. On a regular basis to make weight. And that's after, like I said, getting to 170 means I'm working out every day. I'm in peak shape. Now it's just, how do I get as light as possible? Again, you would lean out. Right. You would lean the fuck out. Which would get me to 170, though. No, no, no. Just you working out would get you to 170. So leaning out would get me to the 160-ish? Probably, like, yeah, 160. Yeah, and you would have to cut that last... Five pounds. See, you, you, you. When I said one fifty-five, you're like, no way. But like, depending on like your body fat and all that stuff, I mean, there's a possibility that you can make one forty-fives. Oh, I, I don't even want to go. Into I'm not that. saying you would, but look up Dan Hooker. He's taller than you, and he's super skinny, and he makes one forty-fives. How much stronger do you think? How much more? readily uh, to make 145 do, you don't think that takes 
a toll on your strength, your energy, and maybe it's not even close proportionally to what it is to just be stronger. You know what I mean? To be at that heavier weight class. So being cutting down, yeah, you lose 5% strength, right? But because you're it, the alternative would be to wrestle people bigger, which would take 15% more strength. It could be uh, not beneficial. Adv- beneficial. But I'm curious if there is a significant benefit to staying close to what your in-shape weight is. If you're a specialist and you're amazing at what you do, yeah. Sure. But everybody else you're fighting is doing the same thing. So right, right, right. very few people are not cutting weight. I just, for me, I think people are putting the, and I guess it's not so much in the high schools because of the hydration tests. And, we're, and again, we're talking about two different things, wrestlers and fighters, right? I'm only talking wrestlers. So wrestlers. I only talked wrestlers this this wrestlers, wrestlers basically are going to cut to what they're allowed to. And when I was in high school, people went past that. Is it dangerous? Yes. Is it advantageous? Not always because of what you're saying, right? Um, but a lot of times it's mental. Like, you want to mm-hmm. wrestle somebody. Like, I remember, I think I, I, think I told the story last time, but uh, shout out to Big John or Little John. I remember he wrestled <laughs> in this tournament, and he wrestled at 103s. And it was a two-day tournament, so he wrestled Saturday, Sunday. And um, so you had to weigh in Saturday in the morning and then either Saturday night again or Sunday in the morning, right? And he ended up making it to the finals, so he won his first three or four matches. Wow. Um, Which is exhausting in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. And so he had to weigh in that night. And then I guess the tournament ran late for whatever reason. So they just said, don't worry about weighing in, like, huh. whatever, right? So remember, he weighed in at 103s. In the championship match, he weighed himself, and he weighed 127. Wow. Hmm. And he was in shape. Right. And he cut, what is that, 24 pounds? Yeah. Which is... I, I don't know what percentage of that was food, right? Yeah. But water, that's three gallons. It's not all water. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. Like A lot of it's food. It's a lot of it's, like you have, like I said, you would lean yourself out in different right. ways. But I'm, but you're saying from in 24 hours. He gained 24. Yeah. Gained. In, yeah. Well, a lot of it's food, though. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that's, you have to eat. Like, I mean, you're gonna eat all day. That, but that's what I'm asking. Drink like, water when you're after a match. You drink, a, you know. A yeah. Oh, yeah. When you run around for a couple of hours, the equivalent of a ten-minute wrestling, you're you'd be able to drink a gallon pretty, pretty easily. easily. Yeah. And that's eight pounds. Now he, I wouldn't say. Um. Like, he's not an MMA fighter where he did it right. Like, you know what I mean? His, for sure, was an unhealthy Dehydration. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, like, 
had we not had R.I.P. Efren, like, had we not had this gentleman named Efren Hernandez in our fucking wrestling room, John would have been a stellar 103 pounder, mm. you know, but he couldn't beat Efren, so he had to go 112s. Um, now, granted, the the cut to 112 was easier. Right. It was still hard, you know, but it was easier. Um, and the reason why it would be better for him to go 103, because Efren was taller than Efren was my height, and he was wrestling at 103s. No, I, I I get body types. Look, when I was in high school, I couldn't gain weight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just hell. Even after high school, when I was working out, especially with the Palomino boys, and as much as they lifted and as strong as they were, I was drinking protein, creatine, taking Nox pills and everything. And I put on 40 pounds, but it's also a lot of people put on 40 pounds after high after school. After high school, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a quick break, but before we do, I just want to say I was wrong. I think the best weight to watch, especially in the UFC, is light heavyweight. 205? We were watching the fights on Saturday. Glover Teixeira, not Glover Teixeira, uh, John, Jan Blakovich and, fuck, I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Blakovich. Yeah, Jan. He won the other guy. But he tore his, like, ACL or something. Yeah. It was kind of sad. Like, fuck. It was a good close fight, though, right? It was the third round? I want to say it was the third round. Mm -hmm. It was a very close fight. Um, And one of the things that I told, like, my fiancé, we're watching it. And, you know, thanks to her. Shout out to her. Props to her. When I put on UFC, it's not like she's going, Super oh, God. No, no. Oh, this is, uh, I'll watch something. Like, I'll go in the room. Nope. She sits there and she watches them. And it, she, her hands get all sweaty. Like, she gets nervous for the people. Like, she, it's kind of cute. But she's like, oh, my God, they're hitting it. Like, oh. And you know far more about wrestling, probably about MMA in general. But, you know, I'm able to give her a narrative of what's going Like, look, look at look at him clinch. Look at the takedown. That was a good takedown. I caught, you know, somebody caught a leg up high. Tripped him. Tripped him, threw him down, boom, like that good takedown, whatever. So I'm, I'm able to talk her through it. I, I definitely don't know as much about MMA as, like, football or basketball. But she's she's actually pretty knowledgeable about basketball. But that light heavyweight bout... I told her, this is the most entertaining weight class because they have heavyweight knockout power. You might get caught with one punch and get knocked out. Clearly, heavyweight's way higher. But light heavyweight's close. And those guys can grapple. They can wrestle. Mm-hmm. They've got... That's, sub- a, that, that's the uh, weight class that John Jones came from. They've got submission skill. Right, so these jiu-jitsu guys that are there, they know what they're doing. There's wrestlers, they know what they're doing. There's boxers. It's like, they, to me, are the most scary. Heavyweights, they have that heavy fist. You can see a knockout at any point, right? Francis and Ganu. Terrifying. Yeah, most of their fights don't really go into the second or third rounds. Right? Terrifying man. Very rarely, at least. But if he doesn't catch you, you you could be okay. 
These light heavyweights, fine. Okay, box with them. They'll knock you out. Fine, take them to the ground. Well, and they're good, right? You watch a heavyweight try and wrestle, it's not precision art. Mm -hmm. But the light heavyweights, they're pretty good. You know, they're... They're up there, clearly not as precise as, like, bantamweight. So why were you wrong? What did you say was the best weight? I don't remember. No, I just, earlier when we were talking maybe 20 minutes ago, I was like, oh, the the heavier weight classes aren't as... Uh, entertaining? I didn't say entertaining. It was like they, they don't wrestle, like... I forgot what I said, but I, I was wrong. Whatever it was. Well, I think that – I know you seem to want to take a break, but um, I think the 155-pounder is probably the most competitive. I don't disagree with that at all because you have so many good – Yeah, uh, that top ten is pretty brutal. Right. So I, I don't disagree with the competitive, but competitive can change depending year to year. I mean, right? one – since Khabib's left, I mean... Well, what I mean by that is competition makes the competition. The people, the, the uh, athletes that are there, make it what it is. If Khabib was there and he demolished everybody else and there was really nobody in that, then I don't think it would be as competitive. I'm just going off of competitive. I don't disagree with 155. I think the most entertaining for me the way I would classify it is the scariest weight class to me would be the light heavyweight that's so funny because literally two years ago John Jones went through everybody yeah it was like not even a competition it was like everybody was playing for a second and I don't disagree with that either things have changed huh I just well I believe John Jones is the scariest man. Well, Francis Ngannou, but assuming that this is a organized bout. They they may fight Francis Ngannou and John so? Jones. He, John Jones moved the heavyweight. He's going to fight Stipe for the interim championship. Okay. And then when Ngannou's back from his, oh. from his uh, knee surgery or whatever he had, uh, that's going to be a huge fight, dude. Let's do something for that. If, I mean, yeah. I mean, let's you know, we should do. Yeah, let's take a break. Yes. You have to put your mic on. We're gonna have to get used to this whole new cool guy setup that we have. Yes, sir. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Um, it's a cool setup, man. I yeah. like this. Yeah, I like it too. I feel professional. It looks good. I think that um, if we had like thousands of followers, they'd like it too. I think they would. But unfortunately, our ten followers hard haven't watched it yet, so they don't they don't know if they like it or not. Um, we were talking about brothers who. Are fighters. You and your brother were wrestlers. Um, ooh, I brought my chunkless. Yeah, I know. I, I thought that was a little weird. Ooh. Go ahead. Okay. I don't want to. Go ahead and go to your story. So, 
you and your brother wrestled. This is true. And uh, John Jones wrestles. His brother... All three of his brothers wrestled. Or all three of them wrestled, I mean. But uh, one of them is a professional football player. Two of them are professional. Or were... Who's the other Jones? Uh, I can't think. It's the older brother. He played for the Ravens. He won a championship with them. Can't, I don't know his first name. Huh. Yes. Okay. So you have uh, two Super Bowl champions. Actually, I don't know if Chandler Jones ever won a Super Bowl. He came from... No. He. Uh, I don't think he would have won when the Cardinals won. Well, no, you know what? Cardinals never won one. That S- thought, Super Bowl? Did they not? No. I can't think of where Chandler... Did he play? I think he played for the Patriots. I'll look up that. Yeah. Anyway, so the story I was telling you was they were interviewing him, and this was back when John Jones was fighting... He at played at Syracuse. He played for New England. Yeah, did he win a championship with them? And he also played for the Cardinals. And now he plays for the Raiders. Yes. But did he win a championship with He them? is a Super Bowl champion. Okay. XLI. And his brother is who? I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, so he's walking down the street, and they're asking him questions about his upcoming season, and then they, go, and then they switch gears to his brother... John Jones and it's like Art Jones? Yeah, that sounds right. He's a Super Bowl champion too. He was a, he was a lineman. Um, yes, he was. He and yeah, for the Ravens, right? I believe uh, one Super. Okay, yes, yeah. So they go. You know, your brother's fighting this weekend. Who do you think is going to win? He's like, of course, my brother. He's the greatest fucking fighter on earth, or whatever. And they go. Um, when you guys were kids, did you guys used to like get into it? And he's like, yeah, all the time. We're fucking brothers, you know? And he goes, the reporter asks, well, if you guys were to fight today, who would win? And he stopped dead in his tracks and was like, I'd fuck him up. I'd kick his ass and he knows it. And I thought that was so funny because it's like, it's like that little brother syndrome, you know? Like, it doesn't matter how old you get, how much of a knockout artist you are, or you could choke somebody out, like, you still got that little, that older brother that you have to worry about that is in your head? Always. Um, so I don't have a older or younger brother. So I watch my friends and how they interact with their siblings, specifically brothers. Sisters tend to be different, but specifically brothers. And it's like, I don't get it. Granted. I don't have a brother, so I don't get it. But, like, y'all could have an argument. Like, fuck you. Like, almost go to blows. And then, like, two hours later, be like, let's go get food. I don't know how brothers get over that shit so quickly. I've never seen you argue with your brother. Um. Well, our situation's a little different, though. Why is that? Um, because I raised my brother, so I'm more of a father figure than I am a brother to him. Okay. So, basically, if there's a quote-unquote argument, and I just feel that I'm right, it's more like, Shut your mouth. We're not talking about this anymore because mm. it's over with. 
Okay. And he just listens because that's the relationship we have. So I might not be the right person to talk to about. I don't. I mean, look, we have plenty of friends with brothers, and there is something to the idea that, like, the older brother's in charge. Eldest brother is kind of the leader of the brothers. Um, I saw it with my dad. And as insane as his brothers got one brother specifically my uncle um after the passing of my grandparents you know things like now granted my uncle's a little crazy but he's telling me about how my dad has bullied him since junior high when he pushed him into a girl's bathroom and this and that I'm thinking this fucking junior high you're a 55 year old 60 year old man like that's still bothering you you gotta let shit go man but the the way I see but it molds him to who he is uh, like all those moments I think meth molded him my, my I love my cousin both of them from that family but God damn, my cousins are literally the diamonds in the rough. I'll tell you some fucking mind-blowing stuff. But you don't think that if your dad did bully him... I'm not saying he did. There's a very Uh, big, there's a very big possibility where he felt, he felt like he was the outsider because they, your grandparents quote unquote loved your dad more than they loved him, which that's like a common occurrence. Was he a middle child? My uncle? Yeah. He's the youngest. He's the youngest. Oh, so typically they're... very. Di- it's very different. And yeah. also, I know I, I don't play the Asian card often, but shit's different. I don't know if it's different, actually. The firstborn, my dad, like, he, you can't do anything right. Youngest can do nothing wrong. So, I don't think there's... Either way, I think all those... Both for your dad and for your uncle, and then the way your brother treated your uncle. I know you jokingly said meth molded him, but I do think that those scenarios and situations and you know occurrences all put him in whatever head case or a headspace that he was in to make him a head case, which I don't know anything about. I'm just assuming right. that by the way you you um, you know. Bro, I can talk about him. I can tell you several arguments I had in elementary school. The word, the spelling of the word donut got me sent to the principal's office because I argued with the teacher. Fuck her. She was wrong. Fuck you, Miss Richardson. If you're alive, fuck you. Like, you're a cunt. This is way off topic. But I'm going to go quickly on my anecdote. Third grade. Ten words on Monday. Spell them all right. You don't have to take the test on Friday. Miss one, you got to take the test on Friday. Pretty simple. Might have been 20. I don't remember. I fucking suck at spelling. <laughs> 
But this week, Richard, this week I you word good. one, you ready word to go. two, word three, and and we don't know what the, we we didn't know what the words were. They were just coming. But oh, I had them, I had them, bro. And I don't flaunt my weaknesses often, but spelling I am awful at. I'm horrible. Real quick, Rose wrote that chair was made for Kevin. Thank you, Rose. Does it? Is it? It kind of looks like a Kevin chair. Like it's an old man. To be honest, I'm about to be a. Uh, is it a psychiatrist? Yeah. With you right now, because which whatever, how are you going to? We should the story? probably switch then. I lay yeah. on the couch. I think you so sit because here. I feel like you have some some mental issues right oh, now. This is, no, 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 no. This this has molded me to be the asshole that I am. Thank you, Miss Richardson. You bitch. I'm bad speller. I admit it. It's my one of my many weaknesses. But this week, Richard, I was fucking. You're on point. I was on point. She says, "Donut." <laughs> Got this. D O N U T. Donut. She goes over a couple more words. Go to grade them. I got 9 out of 10. Why did I get 9 out of 10? Because technically some fucking European piece of shit spells donut. D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T. You ever seen it spelled that way? No. Every fucking donut shop, and I wish I was the asshole that I am now, because I would have said, hold up. My family owns multiple donut shops, and legally we spell it this way. But I was in third grade. She probably would have been like, you're allowed to call your donut shop whatever you want to call it. There are people that spell words that that are incorrect. Fine, fine, whatever. I was a third grader, didn't think of it. They spell wigs with a Z, you know what I mean? I would have gone to Urban Dictionary. Doesn't make it right. Nowadays, bottom line is, I spell donut right. It's in the dictionary, D-O-N-U-T. It's also, because it's a spelling test, she has to say the word, right? No one's asking, can you use it in a sentence? What origin are you looking for? I I spelled the fucking word right. So I went to her. I said, I spelled donut right. Sure, it's an alternate spelling, but I spelled it right. She says... That's not the right way to spell it. And I said, that's how it is on every donut shop. She proceeds to tell me that donut shops and businesses have to pay per letter for their <laughs> signage. And I mean, that, which is true. I mean, it is true. But I don't know why that dictates. Because they took the word donut and shortened it down. No, I get it, but it's in the dictionary. I said, it's in the dictionary. And she says, but that's not how you're supposed to spell it. I said, hold on. Did I spell the word right? And she said, you didn't spell it the proper way. I said, the proper way is not the point. It's the principle of the matter. Her response was, go see the principle on this matter. And I got sent to the fucking principal's office. Did you get in trouble? I was always in trouble. I was I was in trouble a lot in elementary school and junior high and kind of high school, but not bad trouble. It was just I was mischievous. You were defiant. I was defiant. So then this cunt, 
this dried up, withered piece of shit cunt has the audacity to make me take the test on Friday. You spelled it again like donut? No, no, no. I spelled it right. When she goes, number seven, donut, she looks at me and like gave that eyebrow, like kind of like a wink, like, huh, you know how to spell it now. I knew how to spell it on Monday, you whore. You fucking whore. Fuck you, Miss Richardson. If I ever meet you again, fuck you, cunt. I hate her. I fucking hate her. So this is why you seek knowledge. I have to be right. No, fuck you, Miss Richardson. Like, I'm right, you bitch. You saggy, tit, dried up, pussy bitch. Fuck you. I was right. Don't crush. Because here's the problem. It was the one fucking week that I knew how to spell every word. And you couldn't have nurtured, nurtured this poor... I feel like she did something good for you because now... Oh, really? You you like this, Kevin? It's, this, this it's, it's very good for the podcast. Yes. It's mar- it's yes, it's, it's marketable. marketable. It's uh, uh, clickbait worthy. It's painful, man. Oh, God, I hate her. God, I hate her. Fuck, I gotta hate her. She's a bitch. Oh, I, I think bitch. we talked about this before, but that's how I, I don't. I don't hate him, but I remember Mr. Zico in high school told me that I would amount to nothing if I didn't figure out my grades or. My responsibilities. I kind of feel like fuck him too, but I don't. I don't know if I not to the level not to the level that you're upset about. I yeah. just it's more just kind of like like bro, you didn't know what you were talking about. But I get it. He you know he, he's from a teacher's point of view. He's trying to fucking and maybe that was his way of motivating. Yeah, I don't. It I don't. It didn't help. I don't I mean, agree I with it. I didn't it. do anything with it. I mean. Albert Einstein said, if you judge a fish on its ability to climb a tree, it will spend its entire life thinking that it's stupid. And I've It wouldn't think that it's stupid. It would be told it's stupid. Yeah, but if you're molding somebody's mind, if that's your measure of judging whether something is intelligent or not, i.e., tests and I'm a bit torn because as an adult we have tests all the time and school is to prepare you for real life it doesn't though in any way I'm getting to that point though so you you should be providing tests to challenge And I don't, uh, admittedly, I don't have a better way to gauge whether a pupil is actively learning. I don't have a solution for that. What I tell my son all the time, and he doesn't get it now, and I hope someday he will, School is going to test you 
on remembering what it went over. My job as your primary teacher is to teach you how to learn. So it takes a long time. We went over squares, uh, like four squared, right? Which would be four times four. And he goes, well, four times two. I go, no, 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 it's four squared, four times itself. So what do we do? We drew a square with four boxes at the top, four boxes down. How many boxes? Like, it was my way of visualizing what four squared might mean. I said, what do you think four cubed would be? Then we had to draw a cube, and I'm not very good at drawing at all, but now we've got four to the third power, or four cubed, which would be four times four times four. Okay, son, what do you think four with a five at top would be? So he's like, well, that would be four times four times four and you do it five times. I just taught him to learn. I didn't teach him what four squared is. I taught him exponentials. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, again, I'm referring to a movie, but uh, I was watching Road Trip the other day. and uh, Tom Green? Yeah, Tom Green. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the guy has a test, and he's like, fuck, i got to learn American history or whatever it is in the next 24 hours. And the guy's like, dude, I can I teach, teach you anything. I can I teach, teach a you. monkey. Yeah, I can teach a monkey how to uh, speak Chinese yeah. in 48 tw- hours, yeah, 48 hours whatever. or whatever. And you just got to find something to relate to it. Yes. And, I mean, I know that's true because with with what I do for a living, like, now I relate it to similar items with what I sell, but prior, I w- you have to relate it to something that you see or that you know, and and you're that relates to, to you. Yeah, and you're right. Like most people are just cattle in some in some cases, because like. Just because you got good grades in school doesn't that doesn't equal success. That doesn't equal like you definitely not being able to fucking get a good job. Like you hear a lot of stories about people that barely college, high school, and well, yeah. So one one on one uh, side of the coin, it's they graduated high school, at, at, you know, with the gold sash because they were 3.0 or 3.5 GPA, that was me. and then they go to college. And, you know, they graduate and they get their BA and they go in the real world and they find a shit job. Yep. You know, or you, f- or you hear the other way around where, you know, this guy slacked off and do this and that and starts a YouTube channel and is a fucking millionaire. Like, and I, vice versa as well. There's plenty of people that have gone to college and had fantastic jobs and there's plenty of people that correct. have dropped out of college and just been Worked the drop yeah. out. No, no offense to McDonald's workers, but... Bro, um, come on. But I do think that percentage is actually getting, like, that curve is is evening out. Like, I get it. A lot of jobs nowadays require bachelor degrees, right? But I go back to another movie, the fucking, the network, 
or the social mm. network. Yes. And I know we didn't go to Harvard, or I mean, I definitely I didn't go to college, but um, the the dean or whoever he is is talking to them. And they're, they're saying like kids at Harvard think that it's not think, but they they attempt to create their own job or like company versus trying to get a degree and work for somebody like yeah that's critical thinking right there you know what i mean it's better for you to go after something that you can create and manage versus that you can control versus working for somebody else i mean i was talking to my my coworkers about this today like all the great shit we do on a regular basis i mean we've had three or six great months of sales and i'm like nobody sees like the real money they're talking about how many millions of dollars they make and this and that and it's like wish it would have been your company making that much right i mean dude the amount of money our district brings in is fucking mind-boggling honestly and the people that are making the money isn't the people that are at the actual branches. Oh, come on. It's the CEO and the fucking shareholders. They're the ones that are making the money. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Yes. I just threw that out there. You said something that was interesting. That's that's a lie. (laughs) A lot of jobs require a four-year degree. Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. Because they think that they're fucking probably, I don't know, that college degree tells them they're qualified? I I have no clue. It's going to be hard to... We just lowered that standard, by the way. You and I? No. Or people? My my company. So it's going to be hard for you and I to argue this because I think we see very... um, alike in this but i heard an argument recently regarding student loan debt why are people going to school why are people going to college specifically for the most part what would you say the answer would be to get a degree to find a good a good job Get a good job. So you get a degree, you get a good job. Why is kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth? Thirteen years of school. Why is thirteen years of education not enough to get a good job that you have to then get four more? And if 13 years, because if you started, if an employee started today and you spent 13 years training them, shouldn't they be the almost within 90% as good as you and hopefully better because they pick up from your, you teach them plus your colleagues will teach them and hopefully they glean the strengths of you, the strengths of them, the strengths of them. Wouldn't you think after 13 years of training or, or let's say mentoring an employee 
that they would be the best fucking employee. Wouldn't you hope they would surpass you in sales and service and abilities? If you train them well enough, they should. Why is a high school diploma not fucking enough to get a good job? And if it's not, shouldn't we look at our school system as broken? All this college debt and forgiveness and all of that that goes with it. I apologize. You get no sympathy from me. Partly, it's not your fault. It's our leadership's fault that they have not built an education system that is so competitive after 13 years that you could... Granted, I know you don't have the the knowledge in kindergarten to be a doctor, but it takes 10 years to be a fucking doctor, right? Let's say you go to school. Why does it take 10? Why haven't we started working with kids their sophomore year, so it only takes maybe seven? It's money, dude. I get it. I get it. I do. But for anybody who wants my sympathy, I want... About the student debt, you mean? I want your support on fixing our education system so that you don't need that degree. Oh, by the way, also, you went to school. I get it. You got a degree. Cool. You got a degree in business management. Awesome. Uh, Our friend's sister has married a guy who does HVAC, right? Heating, air conditioning. He does okay for himself. Had he took out a loan, buy a truck, buy some equipment, and created his own business, are people lining up and and um, rallying to forgive small business loans? Those who don't go to college? Same risk, right? You're taking out a loan to start a small business to make something better of yourself. Let's use HVAC, plumbing, whatever the fuck. I don't give a shit. Throw it in there. Why is no one fighting to forgive those small business loans for startups? Because they don't view it the same. They think that if you're educated, define educated. And I know, I'm not trying to argue because I, you, I know how you think, and I'm I'm on your side. But define educated, because in my industry, hamburgers. I've worked with three people with masters. One of them was, and I don't think he listens, but his name is Sheldon. Not white, he's black dude. Don't think Sheldon Big Bang Theory. I did, though. I know you did. I know they're going to say brilliant, not black. No. Black guy, white husband, older. But Sheldon was an intelligent employee with a master's. He was good. But do you think he'd still be an intelligent employee Yeah, I without do. the masters? Yeah. To your point, yes. I have also worked with two women, and they just happen to be women, one Hispanic, one white, with master's degrees. Racist. Feminist. I, 
I'm shocked at the lack of real-world intelligence. I, street smarts. I couldn't teach the white girl basic shit. Like, what? why did you get a master's? Like, your master's clearly did not equate to intelligence. It's count those bills. Do you have enough? Does this equal this? It's not fucking rocket science. Why can't you get it? And the other girl, Hispanic, with a master's, can't put a coherent sentence together in an email. Can't think outside the box. In our industry... If you order a cheeseburger, would you like fries with that? Great. What size soda do you want? That that would be something I think you would be able to teach. Not do you want a soda. Upselling. What size soda? It was to the point where... By the way, they don't ask you what size. They said, do you want medium yeah, think, or large? Yeah. They give you two options. And There's a reason for that. I always say... Large fry, small drink, because you ain't charging me an extra dollar for fucking soda. And ha- if I can... You know, that's where the biggest markup is on yeah. soda. And it's also the worst for you. So if I can, I also tell them, like, no, I order individual items. Give me a Big Mac, a large fry, six-piece nugget. Did you want a drink? No. Fuck you. You're not... I, I do that at In-N-Out for sure. Oh, you go without the drink? Yeah. Well, because uh, we have fucking tons of... Yeah, the house. Uh, but yeah, so you you do kind of how I do. Just in and out, though. My point being, so many people are coming out of school stupid. Well, now we th- have. It doesn't mean that they're smart. It just means that they're able to follow directions. Because that fish is being tested on its ability to swim. It's what comes naturally. Fall. It, Remember, A, B, B, A, C, D, A. A, B, B, A, C, D, C, A. Cool. You got all the answers right. Here's a piece of paper that says you're able to listen to every fucking thing I say and repeat it back to me. I'd much rather have somebody, a school system, that asks. And one thing about El Rancho that I got the privilege of being a part of was like the team classes where it wasn't here's the story of Romeo and Juliet this happened first this happened next this happened last the test is going to be on what happened first what happened next what happened last our team classes were let's discuss the pros and cons of this of heartbreak or what caused two people to die oh well they they loved each other well if you loved each other why why they have to die okay so there's an outside factor the families didn't get along well why didn't their families get along what like in-depth thinking through things and i was privileged i i make no apologies or downplay it. 
it's it was a privilege to be able to learn to learn. And I, I would also add to that that teachers don't spend time with kids like me that show no interest. You're right there. Yeah. Because I'm sure your teachers, especially during the team, like every, it's like when. But at the same time, Rich, I will say that someone like me, do you want to talk about medieval art? I'm interested, like I'm interested in the knowledge. Feed me, like come on. I I guess I guess what I was saying, what I was trying to get at was like, like a professional athlete, right? Like you're grown ass men, like you're gonna. You're going to practice on your own. You're going to, you know. Yeah. Most of you are. The ones that are, like, you guys were the elite of the high school group, right? Because yes. you guys were a team. Yeah. So, like, typically, if you're in that group, you're. We're the Kobe's. We're the uh, Pau Gasol. We're the all-star. The echelon of, yes. of. We're making all-star teams. Our schools. So. Yeah. Yes. There wasn't this, like, hey, pay attention. Stop, you know, well, I guess not for you being on your phone because that wasn't right. Right, right. Um, the time that would have been spent trying to get people to pay attention was used to further knowledge. Yes. And I don't, I don't disagree with that, and I also don't apologize for that. I mean, it, I think we should make schools where do you want to learn like are you the, are you gonna be quiet like and they, what's ruined our world or not our world but the united states is like the lack of like handyman like kind of like you know a shop and welding and you know the wood shop and like dude a lot of these Bro. people that maybe i mean dude we we know i mean maybe not friends but people that we went to high school with that are you know, welders and foremen of different companies that these guys are not college people. And that's okay. But they can fucking run a job and make a good living. And in some cases, a better living than some of these there's uh, a There's a girl. College graduates. Uh, on Instagram. I don't know what her name is, but she goes by ARC. Angel, A-R-C-H. Very pretty girl. Big fake titties. I'm listening. She got a scholarship from Mike Rowe, the guy who did dirty jobs. He used to do the commercials for Ford trucks. Okay. Discovery Channel, dirty jobs. Anyway, anyway. She got a scholarship to learn to weld. She started welding at a some shitty job. Didn't really like it. Kind of moved up. Started doing racing. Started doing... Just worked her ass off. Started doing um, aerospace welding. There's specific types of welding. There's arc welding. There's... MIG, TIG, STIG. Exactly. There's very fine welding for like electronic parts there's this there's that blah 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 this girl is under 30 years old living in south carolina east coast where property values are low 
making over $100,000 a year with no college debt and probably matching that off of Instagram because she has marketed herself as the archangel. Well, she has two big friends that help, I'm sure. Big fake lashes. She makes it, she takes a manly industry and makes it girly. Good for her. A hundred percent for her. She's doing better than you and I. Probably combined, bro. No college education. The world we live in now, like nice. that that's that's so attainable, like living that lifestyle. Uh, I mean And I praise I, I don't I, I hope this comes across. I'm praising her. Good no, I know you, you are you girl. Look man do it. We talk I have talked to Rose about this, like there's this thing there's this term called golden handcuffs, right? So like a lot of the things that kinda go through my head as far as expanding my wealth and my lifestyle or not my lifestyle, but like, you know, uh, it's mostly generational wealth, wealth. generational wealth, uh, you know, setting my son up. Like I'm afraid to do it because, you know, I, I work this job that pays me well and it's like, I can leave, but then you're taking like a big step back. Right. And that's why, like when I talked to Raquel about this stuff, I'm like, take all the risk. Like you have nothing to lose because even if you fail at this, we're just in the same position. Nothing's different. Um, and I feel like that's such a freedom. Like when you when you're not looked at as the sole, you know, provider provider of of your family, like income specifically, obviously. Yeah, there's uh, um, there's things she provides to a family without a paycheck. There's things that you could provide to a family without a paycheck. That, but but yes, we financially. can't necessarily have a roof of, roof over our head or clothes on our back or food in our stomachs without a specific income, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then us being able to do things like go on vacations, whatnot. Like you need another kind of income. Steak dinners. Yeah. But right now she's been doing meal preps for like me and Ryan and Damien and uh, a couple guys from work and a couple of her friends. And I mean, it's not a ton of money, but it's a dude like it scale. I can see it. I can see that shit growing to like a a pretty decent business where she could possibly make in the same amount of money she was making. At her, at her other job that she, you know, before the pre-pandemic where she got um, furloughed or whatever. Uh, and she does it when she wants to do it. Now, granted, with the meal preps, like, she has to do it that sure. Sunday so right. that everyone gets some food on Monday. But, but it's, it like, literally one day a week that she has to, like... But it also doesn't mean that you stop there. I've always, like, shout out to anybody who's listening. Take my idea, run with it. Cut sure. me a small percentage. Three percent. I'll take three. I've always thought it. There was a place in Arizona where you. It was a drive-through. You went. You ordered a uncooked pizza. You took it home. You cooked it for yourself. And I thought, okay, well that's a weird idea. But what if it expanded to, this is. Drive-through meals for your family. 
Okay, so Monday is meatloaf night. How many people do you have? Six? Cool. Six slices of meatloaf, a bucket of mashed potatoes, and some carrot, whatever. Tuesday, spaghetti. You pick it up, it's warm, you take it home. It's a kind of like a meal prep. But with people not having time to cook, you want a home-cooked meal. But husband, wife, both work. When is there time to cook? You could go to Kentucky Fried Chicken for chicken. You could go to In-N-Out for burgers. But it's also fast food. What if there was home-cooked or, you know, corporately cooked food, but more healthy than KFC, where you could pick a family meal up, where you knew you could go on an app, you knew what was going to be for dinner each night. You don't want that? Don't go. What I'm saying is she can expand it from there. There's yeah, I, I definitely think that there's a lot more that she can do, but it takes that person. It takes them wanting to do that, you know? No, I agree. I agree. I don't know if we're going to do the show next week. Yeah, I don't know either. It's up in the air. We'll see. But until next week, because I am getting tired, I have to pee. Stay tuned, folks. Thank you for listening. Later, guys. Peace.